it's it's it just means it's it's what it means that we're not you know and that's what I love about it and you know we're trying to reach the world we're trying to reach people that don't know Jesus so please keep wearing the baseball hats wear more baseball hats <laughs> amen amen um we love we love our pastors these four precious people here they mean the world to us they are incredible the real deal radical faith and they just inspire us to be better better Christians and uh we appreciate them so much. We've been in this church, I don't know, seven, eight years now. Time flies and, you know, not going anywhere. And we just, we're building something great here. We're going to have a great, incredible 2023. Amen. So, um, cool. Well, we're going to get into it. You know, Deuteronomy 3019. We didn't do any slides or share a lot of uh, slides with the back. You know, we just didn't do any of that. But, you know, God is so cool. He gives you the answer. So Deuteronomy 30, 19, if you've got your, your electronic Bible, but it says, I call heaven and earth at, uh, as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death and blessings and cursings. Therefore, what does God do? He gives you the answer, right? He says, choose life. Choose, you know, blessings that you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, and may obey his voice, that you may cling to him, and he, for he is your life and the length of your days. Amen. 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 He's good. Amen. Is this on? Okay. Yeah, you're hot. So Devin just like <laughs> jumps right into it. You know, it's yeah. just like machine gun baiting. We had an instructor at Rama. It was machine gun baiting. He was just like, you know, just throw like 40 scriptures at you. And it was yeah. like, we're going to bring a lot of scripture. And the back has none of them. So I'm so sorry. But if there was a message, if there was a title for this message today, uh, it would be consistency over intensity. And, um, you know, when Devin and I were preparing, we actually took the whole week to prepare. Uh, we, um, I was going to, like, throw a joke out from last week's message, and it just didn't seem like it would work. But I was going to be like, you know, we're just going to flow with the Holy Ghost. We just didn't really come prepared. But some of you may not have been here or listened to that last week. But we did, yeah. you know, we, uh, we um, took time all this week to uh, prepare. And so I have no idea how this will come out this morning. But the one common thread that we kept coming back to was consistency over intensity and consistency in the life of a believer. You know, the Christian life, and we said it this morning in prayer, the Christian life is not a fast food gospel. Well. All right. It's not a have it your way gospel. It's not make the word conform to my life and make it work the way I want it to. No, the word consistency in your life is based on the word of God and the word shaping you into how your life should be. And really, if you understand who Jesus is and what he's done for you, you would run to him. You know, I've been doing this thing now for 27 years. And I never forget where I came from. I never forget what God brought me out of. But I don't live in that. But I'm so thankful. And I'm so grateful. And so just when you think you begin to know something as a Christian, you figure you don't know nothing. And so I'm so thankful that I don't have to do this twice a week, every week. <laughs> because putting together a message is for the yeah. birds yeah. in my book. Yeah. Um, I would it's rather tough. I would rather yeah. give you a five minute nugget and just carry on my day, right? <laughs> so please understand yeah. that giving yeah. honor and respect and grace. to your and grace to your pastors because 
they have to do a lot of study and a lot of preparation and yeah. putting that yeah. together. So putting your expectation on because that that's part of their job. That's part of the mandate on their life is is every week when you come in here uh -huh. to hear a message from them, you need to come expecting because God has deposited something into them to give to you. All right? The Christian life and the message they have is supposed to be applicable to your life so that you can add it to your life, walk in it, and then carry it to someone else. Right? So when you come in here, be mindful of that, that they didn't just get up here and just say, hey, we'll turn to this scripture. No, they gave time and attention to it. And the Lord took uh, seasons in their life or events that happened in that week and said, speak to them on this. And so consistency over intensity is where we're going this morning and so um, the word of God will keep you uh, I've been doing um, a study uh, in Proverbs and I just you know Proverbs is known if you don't know Proverbs is called the book of wisdom okay and um, we cut our teeth on that uh, with Bob Yandian is one that we cut our teeth on it with us uh, in the faith movement um, Proverbs has always been heavy, 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 and it is great wisdom in there. And if you read through it, you'll see a lot of those things are repeated in the New Testament as well. And so I chose to start doing one proverb um, a week. And so it'll take me 31 weeks to get through the book. And then I'm going to start back over with one proverb a month. And that's just for me. But even when I was reading Proverbs 4 today, hey, uh, Proverbs 4 today, uh, I was saying, oh, my gosh, I see that in the New Testament. I see that. I see that. I see that. But, you know, consistency over intensity. How many of you know, how many of you, raise your hand, me included, you went to the gym and you worked out really hard for a month? And then you quit for 11, right? All right? Consistency. Now, how many of you, I have a cousin that's a personal trainer, and she has been consistent, I think, since she was in diapers. I mean, she, she has been consistent yeah. to train, right? Yeah. And she has been so faithful to do that. So, you know, we want what we want right now. Yeah. So we go intense. We go hard at it. We're like, okay, 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 I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then what happens? We burn out, right? We hurt a muscle. We did something. We injured ourselves. And then we just let it just shut us down. Well, sometimes that can happen in the word of God because you're putting expectations on the word to conform and do this for you in a short amount of time. It's consistency that's going to carry you through. You can't let a life situation knock you out of the race. A life situation is an opportunity for you to bring it to the Lord and help him walk you through it. Yeah. And that is being a stable Christian. That is being consistent. That's not what, sure. well, the word didn't work. Excuse me. The word always works. I had someone say a long time ago, I was um, a church uh, bookkeeper and secretary, and I had somebody walk in my office, and they just put their head down. They'd been a believer for a long time, and they just said, it just don't work. It just, it just don't work. And I was just like, get out. You know, I ain't got, I ain't got no counsel for you when you say that because you've already decided. The word always works. Because he said his word won't return to him void. Now, you may not have understood, but that's where you go get counsel. Um, and so that's why I'm saying being consistent instead of being intense. Consistent means I come every time or most every time the doors are open. 
right? Consistent, I'm giving you just some practical things. Devin will give you 47 scriptures. Um, and I have a few too, but he'll give you more. But being consistent, uh, I had, I had, uh, I had uh, someone ask me this week, do you have to go to church to be a believer? Well, no. But what does the word say? You're not to forsake fellowship. Okay? You're supposed to be in a body of believers. Does that mean when you go to a family reunion and you always agree with your family? No. Right? It's the same thing. You're not always going to agree with certain things, but that doesn't mean you quit. Okay? Because we've all known people, you know, we've all known those situations where life's gotten hard. And you can go one of two ways. You can either draw in the people that are going to strengthen you or you can, you, can, you can go away and you don't want to do that because you need that support. You need that lifeline. You weren't meant to do life alone. And a consistent Christian life is not doing it alone. Does it mean you're going to have times where you feel maybe isolated or lonely? No, I mean, you're going to... Go through that stuff, but you cling to the people that can help you walk through that. And you want a body that will, that will lift you up and understand where you're at in that season of life. Because there's a difference in seasons, okay? Seasons of life and consistency in a Christian life are two different things. We walk through seasons all through our life. But being consistent about how we walk through them is everything. Okay, yeah. so yeah. Okay, well, um, let's go to Proverbs 2. I'm going to read verses 1 <laughs> through 9. You're going to get nine verses right here. Nine. Nine, nine of them. Um, listen, let this set in. It says, my son, my daughter, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out, cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures then you will understand the fear of the lord and find the knowledge of god for the lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding he stores up sound wisdom for the upright he is a shield to those who walk uprightly he guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Oh, I went long. Understanding will keep you. I got 11 in. Amen. So talking about the importance of, you know, your hunger and seeking wisdom. You know, it's the principal thing. Wisdom is number one. It is the principal thing in your life. And we're, you know, we're, we're, we all have a measure, we all have a level of it, but let's just, wherever you're at, you got to get, want more, have that desire, you know, have that want to, that you're listening to the services, the Facebook lives, watch them later in the week, you know, you're coming, you're, you're hungering, you're, you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, what does it say? For they shall be, yeah, amen, so y'all, you know it. Amen. Yeah, so, you know, so here's some, you know, he's going to give you the word, and I'm going to give you some practical application for it. Um, you know, ways that you can be consistent, if you don't know, well, how do I, how do I even be consistent, right, um, is, well, one, you've got to spend daily time with the Lord. Okay, you have to develop that relationship. You can't just eat. None of you eat one meal a week. None of us do. We don't. We couldn't sustain ourselves if we ate just one meal a, a week, Right. We, we, how many of you, I know in my kitchen, there's lots of us eating all day long, right? Okay, shows up. 
Right? Right? It's the same thing with the Word of God. You cannot eat one scripture one day a week and expect for your faith to grow. Okay? You can't expect. Okay? You've got to feed it. You've got to. What is it Brother Hagen said? Most believers. What, tell, what, what, did, what was that thing he said? One, one cold snack a week. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, well, you got to do it every day. Yes, sir. That's what the word says. We're supposed to meditate on this word day and night. That's Uh what it is, right? You know, another way to keep Uh consistency up in your life is meeting with other believers. You know, sending out texts, sending out messages. We have multiple ways that we can communicate with others. You know, other believers, you know, to talk about the word, you know, and, you know, when your heart is starting to struggle, when you're starting to see yourself struggling, well, what do I do? I go to the word. I don't go to my friends and talk about the problem first. I go to the word. I still go back and meet with those believers, but I still bring the word into my life. I bring God's word into my life. It's the only thing that is going to shape and transform me according to his plan. You know, and uh, another way to be more consistent is if you've got an issue that's in your life that's causing you to pull away from God, we'll get it out. Quit doing it. Just quit. If you can't quit on your own, get somebody to help you quit. Get an accountability partner. Exactly. Hmm. You know, um, you know, and how many of you binge watch TV? We all do. Okay. Well, my challenge is, is why don't you binge watch some sermons? Yeah. 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 Every morning for years, uh, for years, the way I get ready, uh, I don't listen to the news. He does. I don't. Because I know my personality well enough. If you know me, I'm a type A. I'm very strong personality. And I've got to keep myself in the word of God in order to temper this temper. Okay, and so, and so the you know I push play every morning. Either I'm on YouTube or I have a podcast going. You know, and Devin's like, why don't you listen to you know branding and why don't you? I'm like, because that's not going to keep me walking in love. You know, learning about how to run the restaurant is not going to help me. You know, walk in love. So I ha- I know myself well. You got to know yourself well enough. And if you're weak in an area, find you a message. But I do that. That's the way I built. I've done it since I. Um, Really, since I rededicated my life, I would do Bible school in my car, 45 minutes on the way to college. I put in Holy Ghost tapes every day. I don't recommend this, but when I was in college, Alex, I didn't read my textbooks. I read my scriptures sitting in my textbooks, you know, um, (laughs) because I wanted to change that bad. Um, But uh, daily reminders to meet with God. I have have, uh, reminders that go off in my phone all day long and it's not out of a works or anything it's strictly just to keep me reminded of him like you've got to remind yourself of appointments you know so that's what i do amen all right let's read a scripture joshua 1 8 (laughs) great scripture uh it says this book of the law shall not shall not you know when it says shall it means it shall not depart from what your head your thoughts no your mouth Um, But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. You know, we all want the end. You know, we want fast food. We want prosperity. We want God's best for us. And God wants us to have it. You know, but he says in, what is it, Isaiah 119, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. 
but a lot of times we're only doing, you know, one of the one of those two. So, you know, I just challenge you to get in the word. They they're on a big emphasis on this, you know, but so get in the word. Don't let it depart from your mouth. You know, a lot of times we believe it, we we read it, okay, mental assent. I casually think about it and then I go on my way. But I challenge you this morning to like say it more. Start saying it out loud. Read out loud. Don't read just in your head. Read out loud sometimes. Mix it up. Look in a mirror. You know, walk into your bathroom and look yourself in your two eyeballs and say the word back to yourself and like say it with confidence. You know, you may have to just practice and just do it. But, you know, I mean, it's... It needs to be done, and that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And meditate, you know, meditate. Uh, Michael and Angela are talking about that in the college and career. Meditation is key, and it's not a new age thing. It's not a, it's not whatever that the world wants to steal it from the church. No, God invented meditation. It means to ponder, to mutter, to just think it over, you know. Roll it around in that head of yours. Just even just, just, just say the words real softly to yourself, you know. Just mutter. Just say those words, you know, as you're walking around your day. It's just always rolling around. You're doing your normal job, you're, you know, your phone calls, you're serving customers, you're doing whatever your job is or your schooling is, but you're just, you're, you're just meditating it. You're muttering it all day long. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate day and night so it's like all the time 24 7 that's what we've done that's what we've lived you know for the past 25 years we're just trying to give you guys some nuggets that have helped us helped us get to where we've gotten and you know we're nowhere near where god has for us we're all going from faith to faith we're all going from hope to hope you know strength to strength amen Amen. yep yep that's so cool that's it? Yeah. That's it. Love it. That's amazing. Love it. That's amazing. Okay. You know, consistency, you know, consistency, you know, it's important as a Christian because it, it helps us recognize our dependency upon God. You know, we have to be consistent in our Christian lives because we know our consistency is not in our strength or our skill. Okay. It's in the power of God. You know, it's the power of God to change and transform us. And um, I love, you know, and just going back to, um, you know, that, that, you know, meeting with other believers consistency. How many of you know, uh, has the vision been read for 2023? Have we read this thing to the church? Is it okay? Is it okay if I share something? Okay. Okay. Um, listen, every, I don't know if I'm saying this right, you will hear, uh, in our body, we have a word from the Lord. We have, like, what the pastors get, the vision for the year, and things like that. And um, when you're building relationships with people, it's easy. It's easier to connect if you know what the vision is and the common goals that you're running with, right? And our pastors have big vision, and they're constantly cast in vision before you if you're paying attention or not. They're always telling you of something that we're doing and something for you to grab hold on to. We know that Pastor Paul's thing is what? do something, right? Um, But I want to read you because if you will meet with other believers, if you'll establish your community here and being consistent, then this word, um, Acts 2.42, do you want to read that? Yeah, I can read it. Okay. I'll read it for you. I'm your reader. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Uh, okay, we'll read 41. Then Acts 2, 41. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, which will happen today. And that day were added about 3,000 souls were added to them. And here's 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. There's four things in that verse, four key things. Yeah, there's a lot in there. But I want to read this to you um, because 2023 is a year of growth. You know, uh, I've heard it said that in the body that last year was a year of transition. And, um, and that this year is a year of transformation. Well, transformation doesn't, it's, it's not, it's, when, you, when you're working out and you're transforming your body, does it feel good or does it hurt? It's kind of both, right? You're like, yeah, this feels good because I'm doing it. But at the same time, you're stretching muscles, you're doing things. So transformation is growth, and that is that is where that's this is a year of growth. And Pastor Ginger had talked about Psalm 23, uh, and if you know that, you can read that. But one of the part of the word that they have for this year was around the table. This coming season will be restored families, prodigals will come back to the Lord, family unity is going to be restored. Another important part of this will be the restoration of hospitality, where believers invite non-believers to dine with them in their home. Generosity is going to be poured out as we come to the table of the Lord. Sharing of goods and finances will bless many. This will also be manifest through the taking of communion and around the table of the Lord. This is part is what jumped out at me. Covenantal friends will sit around the table and dream God's dreams and then go out and manifest them together throughout the earth. They will form companies together and will be literally companies of people. People who felt lonely and out of place will find lasting friendships. And these friendships will provide nets for harvest. This will be the harvest of souls and the coming together of disconnected people around the table. It's so important being in a local body. Consistency not being inconsistent, but being consistent even in the hard times, right? Yeah. Right? You need those covenantal friends. You cannot do life alone. Uh -huh. You cannot. What does the Bible say? Is it when one is gathered? No. No. Two or Where three. two or three are gathered in whose name? His name. His name. There he is, right? Mm -hmm. If one of us agrees touching on anything on earth... No, it's if two of us agree is touching any colors. There is, you are supposed to do life with others, okay? That is how, that is one way that you're going to build consistency in your life is the body that you surround yourself with. And so this one is a great place. And so if you felt uh, disconnected, if you felt isolated, if you felt alone, if you felt like I don't have the friends, then come here. There, you know, there is, and just be open to whomever God puts in your life. It doesn't just have to be a certain person or a certain way they look. There is, every person in here has an assignment and a calling and a gift, and they have something to impart into your life. Be open to whomever that is, you know. And so that's my encouragement for you as part of relationships being as part of the Christian life. It's part of being a Christian. It's part of who we are. It's part of what we do. You know, Jesus ate dinner out a lot with a lot of people. Right? He didn't. Um, he would go up by himself to spend time with the Lord, but people always showed up. Right? And he didn't send them away. He didn't put a note on the door. 
you know, he welcomed them in. Yeah, and then right. 246 and 47 says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So they were like going from house to house and just so this is a big communal effect, you know, which I think is just pretty cool, yeah. you know, and Jesus sent them out two by two. So if yeah. you're going to do ministry, take someone with you, you know, you're mentoring or they're there with you or you both have different strengths and weaknesses that will just, you know, God can use, you know, especially when we used to go door knocking for Jesus and some things back in the day, we went in pairs, we did it in pairs. Even prayer walking, you know, we did it in pairs. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You want to read another, you want me to read another verse or sure, what? Sure, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> if in doubt, read a verse. John 15, 7. You know, we, we are over prayer. We invite any of you, if you want to pray in the mornings, come anytime at 930 before church and we pray in the war room. John 15, 7. If you want to know how to get any prayer answered, the key to answer prayers right here, 15.7. Um, it says, if, this is a big if. If is, if is an if. If is an if, right? It's, it's iffy. <laughs> if you abide in me. So that's Jesus talking. He says, if you abide in me. So it's, you know, it's iffy. It could be 30% of the people might do it. 10%, I don't know. And my, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So there's a lot of going on here. You could meditate on this for several days or a month straight. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. So that's the key to answer prayer right there. This is good. Love it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of few words. <laughs> Are you, is this making any sense to you? Is this making any sense? What is that? That's the word oh, up there. Oh, cool. And it's there. See, oh we gosh. learned that. That's so cool. Look up. Wow. Pastor wow. Paul said the word you is used six times in that scripture. So you have a lot to do with this. He sets before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Choose life that you and your seed may live. And have that prosperity that you want. Five. Okay, it's five. It's all good. It's a bunch. Yeah, but, um, you know, and consistency, you know, it, you know, faith over experience. Always be using your faith, you know. And um, I hope you're getting something else and just understanding you know, you can't do life alone. I think that we talked about that the last, I think we always come back to that. You can't do life alone. You have to be consistent. These are just nuggets. These are just things that we have, that have helped us as we've walked through things, as we've done life and um, just connecting with the local body, you know, and just practical ways to become consistent in your life is start and end your day every day with prayer. Start and end your day every day communicating. I remember Rob Carmen. Uh, he said, Dr. Rob said something that stuck with me. He said at the end of every day, he got on his knees and he would say, Lord, I give you all the toxicity from my life today. And he would just, he would say, I, I give it to you, Lord. I just, I give you all the toxicity, all the struggle, all the thoughts that I had today. I give it all to you. And I thank you that you pour in fresh oil into me. 
And that is a, if you have trouble sleeping, it's a wonderful way. You're giving all that to him, all the junk from the day, and you're asking for fresh oil because he promised you sweet sleep. And that just really stuck with me when he said that. I never forgot that. And so starting and ending your day every day with him, um, knowing what's important and what isn't important, right? Uh, laying down some things if they're getting you off track, okay? Uh, even shopping. <laughs> Placing spiritual boundaries in your life. There are people that you're called to and there are people that you're called to minister to. Those are two separate things, okay? Those are two separate things. There are people that you should always be speaking into and ministering to, but they're not necessarily in patterns of lifestyle that you need to do life with at that time. So making sure yeah, you understand the those positions of relationships that you have with people is extremely important, okay? Because the company that you surround yourself with is the company that you will become. You know what I mean? And so um, those are important things. You know, I mean, how many of you have heard it? I know I was, I've heard it for a long time. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Right? Well, you can change your friends if you don't like, you, you know, the direction of that life. Right? So just remember that. Even you young people, you know. Um, and, of course, reading and meditating on the scripture. Reading and thinking about the word. Reading and thinking about the word. You don't have to have... 57 scriptures. You can take one scripture, and if it takes you six months to memorize one scripture, so be it. Uh, there, I can't remember if it was a story I heard, if it was something that you said, Pastor Paul, or if it, it had to be a story I heard, where somebody was in another country, and all they had was one page out of the Bible. Was that you that said that? Yeah. Yeah. And that was life wow. to them. Wow. Because the word of God is living. One page. And so that was life. And so if you just, mm. ha and I don't, I'm, I'm, I had, to, hopefully it was a good book. Mm. And it John wasn't 14. like, oh, it was John 14. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been like. <laughs> yeah, that and is great. And remember who you are. Remember who you are. If you're born again, you're an ambassador for Christ. Mm -hmm. You're, a, you're a, a son or a daughter of the most high. And no intimidation come at, should come at you right? You shouldn't back down from any situation. Mm -hmm. One, because if you're being consistent, uh, you should always have confidence that you've got God backing you up, but you also have a company of people backing you up. So don't ever be intimidated. Mm -hmm. You know, don't ever be intimidated in your faith, especially you young ones. Um, don't be intimidated because you love God. Don't be intimidated if you pray in the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. right? At the end of the day, I tell my kids and I tell people all the time, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I'm not going to answer for what you did. I'm only going to answer for what I did. I'm not going to give an account for what Devin did on the day that I stand before the Lord. I'm only going to give an account for what I did with my life. And, and so that, just keeping that in check, those are things to help you be consistent in um, your daily walk with the Lord. So, anything else you yeah, want to add? Well, if I can get to it, my Bible got all out of whack. But, yeah, uh, real quick, Galatians 6, verses uh, 7 through 9. It's kind of hard, I'm warning you, but it's true. Just, just do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So that's the biggest thing we're trying to communicate today is, don't, the, verse 9, don't grow weary in doing good. God sees it. You're planting seeds. Things are changing in the spirit. 
You may not see it in the natural, but breakthroughs coming, you know, things are changing, things are moving. Your words are doing things, just not in this natural realm. They're out in the spirit realm, which is right here. It's very close. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's so true. You know, if you're consistent in your Christian walk, you will see, you will see those victories eventually come, guys. You yes. will. You can't get up because you don't see it in your timeline. You know, you just have to keep pushing forward, and you have to keep pressing through. And knowing that God is sustaining you right? He is watching over you. He does care for you. He hasn't forgotten about you just because you feel like he's silent, right? Have you ever been feeling like, we're God, where are you? I can't hear you. He's always there, right? He's always working behind the scenes. You may not see it, but he does have your best interest and, in, you know, he does have your best interest at, at, at hand. He's working on it for you. And so being, you know, not, not leaving when the times get tough, but staying, because there is victory on the other side, you know. I mean, I always want us to be like these shouting, also, like Pastor Sanders, she gets up there with like fire. And, and every time we get up here, it's just like, we're teaching, we're giving you practical applications. So anyway, I hope that you got some practical applications, some nuggets out of it today, because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we all love the fire, but we know the consistency is what also produces fruit in our life. Amen. You can't plant a seed, water it one time, and expect a crop the next year. And you can't expect it to continue to produce fruit. It will die. You have to continually water that seed. You have to continually read the word. You have to continually pray. You have to continually worship. You have to continually fellowship. It is ongoing. It's never going to stop. It's not going to stop when you get in heaven. You're going to be hanging with people all day long. So if you don't like people down here, I'm sorry. They're going to be in heaven too. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's not that people don't love people. You don't like the way some people act or their personalities, but yeah. How he'll work out in heaven, I, I have no idea. Yeah, it'll, work yeah out. it'll be a miracle. So, anyway, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's the tortoise and the hare. Let's be the tortoise, not the hare. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's final words. Tortoise, be the tortoise, not the hare. Yeah. You want to finish? Um, Amen. Okay. Yeah. All right, clean, let's clean, it clean it up. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Devin just going, okay, turning your Bibles to chapter. It was great. Okay, so it is time for some dunking. Y'all ready? Huh? I mean, oh, you got to.